Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, the podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411, all about Cameron Weber. All right, go ahead. Tell us how... Cam came about. Okay, so Cameron Weber was born on May 11th, 2004, which makes him 15 years old. So they're only off by one year. And we've talked about this before, that we thought that they stunted his age. Mm -hmm. And so I did a little research and broke down the four that we talked about the most because Joss, Spencer, Cameron, and Emma were all really good friends. And now it's like... Joss and Cam are so much older, uh-huh. and Emma and Spencer aren't. Right. And so Joss was born November 3rd, 2009, <laughs> so she's nine, so she's been aged up seven years mm-hmm. to make her 16. Mm-hmm. And in real life, Eden McCoy was born in 2003, so that makes, she just turned 16. Mm-hmm. And then the girl who played her a lot as a adolescent when the four yes. of them were hanging out. Hannah Nordberg, she was born in 2004. So she was still closer to the to Joss's real age. Right. But Yeah, but still older. Okay. But they were only off by a year, so I don't know why the recast maybe Hannah couldn't commit to. I, don't I feel like the new one looks older. I do too. Although the younger one played that character really well. Every time I hear someone talk about Children of the Corn, I think of her. I know. <laughs> Then Spencer was born February 20th, 2006, so that makes him 14. Wait, 13. 13. But they aged him up a year, okay. so now he's 14. And Nicholas, what the heck is his last name? The kid who plays him in real life. He's 14. Oh, okay. So I think that's why they aged him up that to 14. Sense. Cameron, like we just said, May 11th, 2004, so he's the closest to his real age. Because mm-hmm. he should be 15 and they're 16. William Lipton is 16 in real life. Okay. And Emma was born November 4th, 2008. So she's a year older than Joss. Oh, wow. But she's been aged up to 13, which is actually the age of Brooklyn, the little girl who plays her. She's so cute. I don't even know what to do with that, but we talked about that a little while ago because in our stories, we're going to hear Mm -hmm. that Cameron and Spencer fought over Mm -hmm. Emma and Spencer and Joss 
dated. Right. And when you think about it now, you're like, that's gross. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was back why. at the time they were all, and I do think that they stunted Cameron's aging just for a bit of time because the little boy, Michael Leone played him in your time. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That's okay. But he's currently 14. Oh, okay. So I think that they did. I think that they stopped aging him for a little bit. And so when he did do the big jump to where we are now, it seemed like a big jump, but it's really not. It's only right. a year. So so let's get started with a little bit more about Cameron Weber. He is the son of Elizabeth Weber and the late Xander Smith, which we need to talk about Xander because mm-hmm. he was awesome. He was awesome. But he is the oldest of Elizabeth's children, and he is the sibling. His siblings include half brothers, which I don't like. They're his brothers. Sorry, he lives with them. Jake and Aiden Weber, and his close friends include Jocelyn Jacks, Trina Robinson, and the late Oscar Nero. So all the boys have the last name Weber, not Jake Spencer or Aiden Spencer. Right? Why isn't Cameron's last name Smith? Or since Xander agreed to not raise him, which I'm sure you'll get into, Rick was being portrayed as his dad then at that time so the last name could have been lansing yeah why do the all the boys have the last name weber i mean it's very convenient we've talked about this before we hate not having the same last name as our kids so maybe she just did it yeah but lucky was married they were married mm-hmm. right it doesn't well, make we're gonna sense. have to find out if you're if you were married you would give your baby your husband's name yes she took her husband's name like i know people i have friends that did the whole hyphenated yeah. thing yeah and that's fine I feel like that's writing way too much, but okay. <laughs> um, so that would have made sense if she like, felt such a strong connection to Weber to do it Weber Spencer or yeah. Spencer Weber or whatever. But just to give them Weber, I don't know. Weird. I think because weird. if anything, Jake should be Jake Spencer because Jason gave up uh-huh. the right to raise him. Right. And he said Lucky could. Mm-hmm. And Aiden should be Spencer. Because he is. He is. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so we're just going to have to get into that when we talk about those two boys. But yeah, why isn't... Okay, so we'll talk about it because... Yeah, we'll talk about it. But do you know how Cameron came about? No. Because Rebecca Herbst was pregnant in real life. And so they wrote her pregnancy into the show. So if she had not been pregnant with her first daughter, we wouldn't have Cameron. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that she had a kid at the same time. Yep. So she was pregnant in real life with a little girl during this time. So her pregnancy was written into the show. She went on maternity leave sometime in April or May 2004 and returned on June 18th, 2004. And that was the first appearance of Cameron. Oh, Oh, here. I'll give my sources real quick. Uh, Generalhospitalfandom.com, abc.com, YouTube. Cameron appeared periodically throughout the show since June 2004 and mainly in relation to storylines concerning his mother, Elizabeth Weber. During this time, he was portrayed by unknown babies. Mm. The first known baby is Ashwin Baga, Baga, portrayed Cameron from 2005 to 2006, and child actor Brayden Walks is most notable in the role, portraying Cameron from 2006 to 2012. And then Michael Leone portrayed Cameron from February 2013 to March 2018, which you will get into. So I'm going to skip this, but we just talked about him, so... Yeah. Cameron came about when Liz, Liz was in the tumultuous, tumultuous marriage with Rick Lansing, and she finds it hard to trust his obsession for revenge against his brother, Sonny, uh-huh. which we've talked about. At one point, Liz miscarries his child, and he blames Sonny and takes Sonny's pregnant wife hostage locking her in the panic room, and intended for her to give birth to the baby so that he could give Liz the baby so that Liz could 
raise it. And that was such a good storyline. That was an... <laughs> it really was. It was. That, that was, was very suspenseful. It was. Liz finds out and is horrified by Rick's actions causing a rift in their marriage. You think? And during this time on Halloween 2003, she sleeps with Xander Smith for the second time. Because the first time was... We talked about it. Mm-hmm. They were in the fire or... Like, the fire. There was something to do with fire. Right. It was a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it was when we were talking about the Webbers, wasn't it? The Weber family? I don't know. It's one of our previous episodes. We I don't know, because I was saying how angry I was that she would hook up with him because he was Emily's. But I think the first friend. time he wasn't and the second time he was. I think. I, I agree. Know. I'm just saying that I think... Girl we, code, you don't hook up with your friend's man, even if he's if, our ex-man. But if they weren't together on the first hookup, the it still makes it even... Wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not even going to get into that. But anyway, so during this time on Halloween 2003, she sleeps with Xander Smith for the second time and ends up pregnant. Due to Xander's dangerous lifestyle, Elizabeth and Rick, who had since reconciled, decided to raise the child together without Xander involved. Xander agrees to let Elizabeth and Rick raise the child. To your point, why doesn't he have Lansing as a last name or... Because they were married, so again, Elizabeth would have had the last name Lansing at that time. And Alexis gave Molly Lansing Davis. Perfect. Right. Why isn't it Lansing Weber? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Elizabeth ends up divorcing Rick when she realizes that he won't let go of his obsession with Sonny, and soon after, Xander dies in a police shootout, more specifically, suicide by Cobb. Mm -hmm. That was hard Mm -hmm. to watch, because... mm -hmm. (laughs) But before Xander died... Elizabeth agreed to name their son Cameron in honor of Xander's father, Cameron Lewis. I liked him so much. In his teens, his personality closely resembles his mother's persona when she was his age. I don't agree with that. Really? Mm -hmm. Why? Because we've talked about when she came on scene, she was such a troublemaker. And I don't Mm -hmm. think that Cameron's a troublemaker. He just winds up in trouble? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he seeks it the way that she did. It wasn't like attention-seeking behavior the way that Liz did. Absolutely agree. I was wondering if that's what you were going to say. Yeah. Yes. I absolutely agree. (laughs) So when Liz leaves town to have her baby, also because Rebecca was off having her baby, she returns on June June 18th, 2004 with baby Cameron. Cameron is often left in the care of Elizabeth's mother, grandmother, Audrey Hardy, which by the way, why wasn't she at the reception? Another time to talk about that. (laughs) While Elizabeth studies to become a certified nurse at GH. Elizabeth also reconciles with her first love, Lucky, and they get married in 2005. So again, maybe why doesn't he have right, Lucky's Lucky name? Because she wasn't him. with either one of them yep. when Cam was born. Mm-hmm. Lucky becomes the father figure in Cameron's life. In May 2007, Elizabeth gives birth to a second son, Jacob Martin Spencer. So why earlier does it say Weber? Continuity, please. Actually, ABC.com says Aiden, Jake and Aiden Weber. Huh. Maybe they both... Do have Spencer as the last name. Cameron is thrilled to be a big brother. Lucky divorces Elizabeth in late 2007 after finding out that he was not Jake's biological father. Elizabeth had a one-night stand with Jason Morgan, a well-known mobster, but asked him to walk away so that she could keep her marriage to Lucky and to protect her kids from Jason's dangerous lifestyle. Lucky agrees to keep letting everyone believe that Jake is his son. Even after the divorce, Cameron still sees Lucky as his father and Lucky raises Cameron as his own son. On January 11th, 2008, Elizabeth scolds Cameron for playing with matches in the house. He later throws, he later lights a match and throws it away, causing the house to catch on fire. And Elizabeth is outside when this happens, but Cameron's little brother, Jake, is inside in the house in his crib. Elizabeth breaks a window and 
gets Jake out in time before the whole house burns down. The house is eventually repaired, and Elizabeth moves back in with her kids. This kid likes fire. <laughs> he does. Lucky and Elizabeth decide to give their relationship another try in May 2009. As they kiss and make up, Cameron runs in ecstatic because mom and dad are back together. Mm-hmm. Lucky breaks up with Elizabeth in January 2010 when he finds out she's been having an affair with his brother, Nicholas Cassadine. It's really hard to like her when you read this stuff. <laughs> right? Elizabeth later tells Lucky that Cameron is asking for him, but she has no idea what to tell him. Lucky, Lucky, who started drinking when he discovered Elizabeth's affair, decides to become sober to remain a father to Cam and Jake after Elizabeth is institutionalized in February 2010. Nicholas brings Cam and Jake to visit Elizabeth, and she tells Cam she is going to have another baby. On July 19, 2010, Cameron's youngest brother, Aiden Cassadine, was born. Mm-hmm. In March 2011, Cameron's younger brother, Jake, was believed to have died after being hit by a car. Cameron has a hard time dealing with his death since he is young and confused. Lucky later finds out that Aiden is his biological son and not Nicholas's, as they had believed, and takes Cameron and Aiden on a camping trip. When they come home, he tells Cameron that Aiden is actually his son because of their similar DNA. Cameron asks Lucky if the two of them have similar DNA, and Lucky replies that they don't, but he still loves Cameron as his own son. No! <laughs> no, you're not allowed yes, to make that noise. That is so sweet! It was so sweet, but it makes Lucky even more of a jerk now because how do you form that bond with Cameron and then, and then walk away? And the next line is <laughs> since Lucky left town in December 2011, it has been eight years. Mm-hmm. Cameron has been living with Elizabeth full time. In 2012, Cameron begins to blame Elizabeth for Lucky leaving and is upset with her. Cameron is later seen playing video games at Kelly's. He eventually softens toward her and forgives her. A couple months later, Dr. Matt Hunter takes Cameron to see the Avengers because Elizabeth had to work. And that's all that happened in 2012 that they say. Because when the kids are on, they're only on like two to three days and then we don't see them for eight months. Yep. Yeah, so that's all that I have on Cam in that time. Oh, and apparently Cam suffers from asthma. Fun fact. Fun fact. All right, so what you got? All right, same thing. He's still little. We've said this a thousand times. He hasn't had a big part up until like the last year. So this kind of just goes through general information. In 2013, Cameron is seen with his mom and brother getting a visit and gifts from Grandma Laura. Cameron then attends his grandma's wedding to Scotty Baldwin, that's crazy, where he hugs his Aunt Lulu, who doesn't remember him or anyone else at the time, but does get her memory back later. He later bonds with Laura and his great-grandma, Leslie Weber. In 2014, Cameron and his cousin, Spencer Cassadine, are fighting over who gets to be Emma Scorpio Drake's boyfriend. On March 20th, 2014, Cameron and Emma start dating. Cameron and Emma plan to perform the tango at the nurse's ball and get instruction from Duke Lavery and Emma's grandmother, Anna Devane. They start to dance together the night of the nurse's ball, but their performance is interrupted by Spencer. Spencer introduces the band Player, who sings the song Baby Come Back to Me. And dedication to Emma. Cameron is later seen helping Rick Lansing reconnect with his mother. June 2014, Cameron went to camp with Emma, Jocelyn, and Spencer. He and Emma were dating at the time. On Beggar's Night 2014, Cameron, Emma, and her dad Patrick go to see Sam Morgan, and then the four of them go to Windermere to see Spencer and Jocelyn, who is there as well. A couple weeks later, Cameron meets Jake, aka Jason Morgan, 
He then has milkshakes with Spencer, Emma, and Jocelyn. On Christmas, Cameron is at General Hospital with Emma, Spencer, and Jocelyn and gets scared by Dr. Liesl Obrecht. That was whenever she told that scary oh, yeah, weird the, Christmas um, story. Crumpet. Yes. Whatever Dwight, talks, Crump, whatever yeah. Dwight talks about on The Office. Do you ever watch that? No, I don't oh, watch that show. Boy. Everyone I know loves that show, and I do not. Have you ever watched it? It's not I probably funny. know it like line for line. It's not that funny. Oh my gosh, it is. Oh my god. You've never worked in an office though. Yeah, I have. Not with that many people. It was a small office. Although there's not that many people in that office. I don't just I don't know. That show is Krampus. Krampus. Hysterical. Yeah. He also received a kiss from Emma. So what's funny is if you go on YouTube, you can actually watch 17 minutes recap of Spencer and Cam's fighting his kids. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's funny. They're so cute. Guess what I watched. <laughs> you love YouTube. I do. In 2015, Cameron goes to Spencer's birthday party where he and Emma break up and he starts dating Jocelyn. Before he leaves the party with Jocelyn, he accidentally starts a fire that traps Emma and injures Spencer. When Cameron finds out about the fire, he freaks out and asks Rick to be his lawyer, but is told he doesn't need one. At the 2015 Nurses Ball, Cameron and Emma are set to perform the tango again, but are interrupted yet again by Spencer, who throws sandbags on the stage. It is eventually revealed that Cameron's brother, Jake, is alive. Weeks later, Laura hears a scream coming from downstairs and goes to see what happened and sees that um, Cameron has a mask on and is holding his head. Jake tells Laura that Cameron fell, but Cameron said that Jake pushed him by accident because he didn't like his Halloween mask. Dun, dun, dun. Which led us to all the like weird stuff that happened to poor Jake. But they left out the best part of Spencer. They could have said Spencer threw the sandbags on the stage and pretended to be the Phantom of the Nurse's Ball. Yes. Just like the Phantom of the Opera. Right. That, that was an extra he like, spent the time in Shriners because he, he got the burned. burns from yep. the fire. But yes. that... I can't believe they left that out. Well, that would have been about Spencer, not Cameron. But it was an extra five words. But it was Dressed about, as the Phantom of the Opera. It was about Spencer, as the not Phantom Cameron. Of the opera. <laughs> On Halloween, Cameron is seen with his brothers and Jason about to go trick-or-treating in football costumes. When Jake asks where the candy comes from, Cameron tells him that they go door-to-door, and Jake asks how they know that the people won't hurt them. To which Cameron responds, what? But Jason tells him that no one is getting hurt because he will be there the whole time. Just then, Elizabeth walks in and they all go trick-or-treating. And it has a picture of the boys in their football outfits. And Elizabeth is in a cheerleader outfit, which is a little okay. Yeah, Um, that's weird. (laughs) Why wasn't Jason wearing a football jersey? And this goes to speak again why Aiden would be comfortable with him. Mm -hmm. He was going to take him trick-or-treating. Right. He can take me for candy, but he can't. Years later, wake up to him. It doesn't make any sense. Interesting. He is seen coming home from trick-or-treating with his family. It is also revealed that last Halloween, Cameron helped himself to Aiden's Halloween candy. After talking to Jason, Elizabeth asked Cameron and Jake if they would be okay with Jake adopting them after they get married. Cameron says yes, and so does Jake, but he again says that Jake doesn't need to adopt him because he's already his son. Elizabeth soon puts a stop to the conversation. In November, he is seen rehearsing what he's going to say at the wedding. Later on, he is seen getting ready with his brothers. Afterwards, Patrick walks in and tells Elizabeth that Cameron and Felix are outside and that Cameron wants her to know that the limo is the coolest thing he's ever seen. At the church, Jake mentions that Cameron is in the choir loft. At the church, he is seen with his brothers writing in the guest book when Felix walks up and takes away the pen. I didn't remember that. No. 
Like, the way they say that, it's like they were horsing around or whatever, but I don't remember that being, like, a thing. Um, the boys start getting impatient as Epiphany takes them out to the courtyard to play. They are then seen in the church at their seats when they hear music, which they think means the wedding is starting, so they go to the bridal room to drag their mom out. When they get there, they wonder why Jake isn't there yet. To keep them out of the way, Patrick sends them to their seats. They return a few minutes later to ask their mom when the wedding is going to start, and Elizabeth says, not yet. Seeing that they are getting more impatient, Epiphany interjects and offers to take them to get ice cream with Felix and Sabrina. Which I remember thinking at the time is the weirdest thing. You're not going to take my kids right before my wedding ceremony to go get mm -hmm. ice cream. Because they're mm -hmm. going to not make it back in time and right. they're going to get their tuxes all messed up. But thank you, Felix, for trying to help, I guess. On Felix is such a good guy. He is. I love him. I miss him. I miss him. I love him. Him and Sabrina need to find a way to come back. I know she's dead, but she shouldn't be. No, she shouldn't. On Thanksgiving, Elizabeth tells Monica that Cameron and Aiden decided to spend the day with her gram. On Christmas, Cameron and his brothers talk about what they want for Christmas. Elizabeth pulls out the Christmas stockings for them to hang. The boys wonder if Jason is going to be there, and Elizabeth says she doesn't know because Jason is in jail. Afterwards, Elizabeth says... That's a no, then. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait. He's not stuck in traffic. Just Wait. <laughs> Afterwards, Elizabeth sits the boys down and tells them the real story of Christmas. After the story, Jason shows up with presents for the boys. Yay! They have a Santa's workshop in jail. Jake asks if he's home for good, so Jason sits the boys down and tells them that they have the best mom and that he loves them and will see them a lot, but he can't stay. Later on, the boys go to see Santa. On January 8th, 2016... Laura states that Cameron and Aiden are staying with Audrey. They spend a lot of time at Audrey's. On February 4th, Jason brings Cameron to General Hospital to comfort his mother after Jake got hit by a car again. Cameron mm -hmm. tells Jason that when Jake came back, he didn't feel like his brother, but now he does. He asks Jason if it's too late for them to be brothers again, and Jason says no. After his family's house blew up, he moved to Windermere with his mother and brothers. Since his brother Jake needs special care at a hospital out of state, Cameron and Aiden will be staying with Audrey. On February 26th, Nicholas brings Cameron and Aiden to visit Jake at Shriners. Cameron and Aiden also tell their mom that Spencer sold bow ties to raise money for Shriners. It's revealed that they're now staying at Windermere, not Audrey's, and it's later revealed that Cameron and Aiden were playing in the playroom at the hospital along with Jake and Danny. On June 22nd, it's revealed that him and his family are living at the Brownstone. Which I don't remember that. Like, the Brownstone used to be, like, the hub the place. of everything. Yeah. And they don't bring it up hardly ever anymore. As you're telling me about this, so Cameron and Jason had a lot of interaction when yes. he was younger. I really hope that they start to, because he just recently talked to him about the memory loss and right. everything. But they really need to nurture that relationship. They the, do. The two of them have had. Jason is the only consistent man. Because Lucky sucks. He at least came back. Lucky does not suck. Lucky sucks. That's getting edited out. <laughs> Lucky was is being a bad father. He was a listen. Jonathan Jackson got an awesome career. He's delicious. I am not disputing what he's. Would you prefer doing. that they recast? I've never liked another recast. Exactly, exactly. Because then you would be complaining about how bad those Luckies are. But for continuity with the storyline. Lucky was a good dad, mm -hmm. so I don't see him just leaving for right. all the years that he's been gone. Right. So you're right. Why can't I'm, they just write in some Some things. FaceTime, some postcards, some random souvenirs, anything to keep that connection going. Have his going. beautiful picture pop up on the phone. Oh, hey, Lucky's calling. Exactly. Here, pass around. Right. Mm -hmm. 
anything. Mm -hmm. But they don't do that. And if they're not going to do that, then yeah, he should be recast because I don't feel like Lucky would have left his son. But I wouldn't like a recast. I'm not saying that I would accept it. It's not Lucky that we have a problem with. We have a problem with the writers not incorporating him in any capacity. Right. Into the story. True. There you go. Is that wording better? Are you happier with that? Yes. Okay. Uh, On the Halloween 2016, Cameron, Jake, and Aiden and their mom go trick-or-treating, and then he and Aiden go to a party. In December, Elizabeth takes Cameron, Jake, and Aiden ice skating. Christmas Eve, Cameron's seen at General Hospital with his brother, mom, grandma, Laura, Franco, Danny, and Monica. Afterwards, Cameron and the boys listen to Monica tell the story of Christmas. That was not terrifying, like... One well, she Lisa. told the Alan Quartermain. Yes. The night Which before is Christmas. So nice. I know. I love that tradition. On June 7th, 2017, Cameron is seen at GH with his mother because soccer got canceled. Later on, his aunt Hayden shows up and offers to take him for the day. That was whenever she, like, suddenly was going to get involved with kids because she Isn't was... Isn't that right when she, she found got, out she was pregnant? Yeah. yeah. She just found out she was knocked up, so she was going to be a good aunt. Well, so that's included in that clip. The montage that I was telling you about earlier, uh-huh. she was so excited to take them for the day. She was cute with them. She but, did good, and they even told her. They told her she did a good job. Yeah, but then... Um, then his cousin Spencer shows up, and the two bicker a little before they go out with Hayden. She takes them to get a treat at the coffee kiosk, but things get out of hand when they start arguing about Emma, and that's when Spencer starts a food fight, which turns into a full-on throwing match that is stopped by Grandma Laura. Hayden called Laura. Yeah, she needed help and to back up there. She did. It's a really good up. I mean, it's still fresh in our minds. But yeah. To watch how excited Hayden was for that and then just hearing the desperation of calling Laura <laughs> is so real life because you're like, yes. I don't know what's going on right now. Right. Well, no. she gave him coffee. <laughs> well, that was the first mistake. But she asked <laughs> them, are you... Do you guys really drink coffee? And they're like, yeah. Sure, of course we do. And she's like, okay, sure, why not? No. (laughs) That was a really good clip. On March 4th, 2018, Cameron is seen at his mother's failed wedding to Franco. And then it, like, skips to the 4th of July because, again, he was just, up until last year, it was bit appearances. Mm -hmm. On the 4th of July, Cameron met his mother's oldest friend, Dr. Terry Randolph. Then he went to the park where he invaded Oscar and Jocelyn's time to watch the fireworks, because last year they did fireworks. And that was the kid before the current Cameron, right? Or was that current Cameron? I think that was current. Let me see. When was that? July 4th, 2018? No, that was the first time that it was the new... It was... Um, I was going to say, William Lipton is 2018 to present, but, but that was Cade McWatt was... In 2018. It doesn't tell me exactly what the date is. So, Cade McWatt was in July 2018. William Lipton came on in August 2018. Oh, okay. So, yeah, this was still an old one. mm Because this was 4th of July, yeah. This was the five-episode Cameron. There you go. Yeah. He shows an interest in Joss, and Oscar becomes slightly uncomfortable because of that. In August, Cameron was arrested for shoplifting, but no charges were pressed. His mother did ground him, though. After this incident, Cameron and his mother's relationship has been slightly rocky, Cameron also has showed his annoyance and dislike for Franco. Near the end of 2018, Cameron gets caught for buying marijuana for the terminally ill Oscar and goes to court. He's put on probation and will have to do community service. I wish they would have elaborated on that a little bit more because he was like struggling with the buying pot and then he wasn't going to buy it. He said no and it was like a setup and they got caught. Well, and especially where we are right now, where it's legal in some instances, but you have to go through the proper channels. Yes. I 
don't know if it's legal in New York, but I don't they know. have it but, here. Right, they said they felt like, at the time, that they couldn't ask his parents that Kim wouldn't have been okay with it. Yeah. And that's why they were going the illegal way. That's right. Not that it makes it... Doesn't. Okay, but yeah, buying marijuana makes him sound like a bad kid, and he wasn't being a bad kid. Oh, yeah. He was just like, I'm running out of options. Right, I want to help, help my friend. Right. Yeah, and their friendship really developed between July, whenever he was just being around to annoy them because he liked Joss, to the end of um, 2018. Yeah. In March 2018, after being angry at Elizabeth for marrying Franco, who was in prison for murdering three people and attacking Lulu at the time, Cameron, Jocelyn, Oscar, and Trina go to Niagara Falls, and Oscar has a seizure due to his brain tumor. Cameron also runs into Ryan Chamberlain, the real killer who framed Franco and was trying to elope with Ava at the time. Was he trying to elope with Ava? I thought they were just I thought the they run. were just running away. Yeah. I don't know if I, I missed know. that or if they are incorrect, but... They might be incorrect. Don't know. He gets away from him, luckily, but because of this, he misses his community service. His punishment for missing community service is losing his driver permit, and he will have to do extra community service. Meanwhile, Ryan is defeated, and Franco is released. Yay! On, on April 16th, Cameron gets into a fight with another student because he calls Aiden Gaiden. He also proceeds to say that he wants Aiden to be less gay so that it's easier for him. This upsets Elizabeth and Franco. And we talked about that at the time, that his motivation, like we just talked about Liz, and her issue is that her motivation for stuff is selfish. That wasn't selfish. That no, was he a was normal, upset about what was being... Yeah. yeah, I feel like that was 100% a normal 15, 16-year-old's reaction. He just doesn't want his brother bullied. It wasn't about... Not wanting him as... Right. We still don't know. Right. And it's, but whatever. But yes, yes. Yeah. So he was... He was he was protecting him. his brother. Yeah. It wasn't about what they were his calling image. him. It was yeah. about don't pick on my brother, which yeah. was nice. On April 29th, shown on May 1st, Oscar dies in his sleep, and Cameron is one of those who is left devastated. On August 6th, Cameron saw a man on the ground and asked if he was okay. Sadly, that man turns out to be Hank Shiloh Archer, who kidnaps him at gunpoint and takes him to 721 DeWitt, where he orders Dr. Arthur Cabot to implant Andrew Kane's memories into Cameron. Franco later found Cameron and Shiloh pulled a gun on him, and Franco said that if they let Cameron go, they could use him instead. Cabot agreed because there was a better chance of the procedure working in an adult rather than a child, so Shiloh reluctantly agreed as well. Cameron was duct taped to the wall while Franco told him to tell his mom he loved her and that he'll be back, as Cameron was crying. Cabot knocked Franco out with the sedative and performed the procedure to implant Drew's memories in Franco, and as the process was ongoing, Drew and Curtis burst through the door and rescued Cameron. Drew attacked Shiloh and pulled his gun on Cabot and threatened to kill him. Cabot explained that the procedure cannot be stopped or reversed, but there was a chance it may not work. Cabot and Shiloh's hands were tied up behind their backs as Elizabeth and Detective Harrison Chase showed up. Chase arrested Shiloh first, and Cabot asked Drew to untie him so that he can take off the equipment on Franco. Oh. I was going to say, like, that timeline is right, but I feel like they should have mentioned him asking Jocelyn to Franco and Elizabeth's mm -hmm. wedding reception. Yeah. She said no, she couldn't go, and Trina ended up going, but I feel like that was a dun-dun-dun moment mm -hmm. in his life. At the hospital, Cameron gets a checkup before giving the police his statement on what happened, Cameron and Drew had a heart-to-heart -heart before he checked in on Franco, who was unconscious from the procedure. Cabot had been taken into custody, and Cameron saw Shiloh and Drew talking. 
Cameron was furious and went to attack Shiloh, but was restrained by Drew, who told the police officer to get Shiloh out of there. Drew calmed Cameron down and told him that Shiloh will pay, but he has to do it the right way. He consoled him by saying they needed a lot less Shilohs in the world and more Cameron Webbers. And then other, it's lists at the end of the page, the crimes committed. So it talks about the house fire in 2008 that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. The the fire at Windermere in 2015. Destruction of property is what they called the food fight with Spencer, which I don't think that's a little harsh there, but okay. It's not a crime either. (laughs) Stealing the headphones and he got grounded. Getting into the fight with Oscar in September of 2018. Purchasing the drugs attempting to purchase the drugs in 2018 and then sentenced to one year probation fought about franco in february 2019 because a kid at school was making fun of him fought with a student who insulted his brother and then it says kicking shiloh in the stomach but that was self-defense that's not a crime mm-hmm. so yeah that's pretty much it I mean, William Lipton has been killing it as Cameron. And he has. I feel, oh, they should have talked about the nurse's ball also oh, and that yeah. amazing performance. And the fact that William Lipton wrote the song. Yes. And he wrote the song at Liz and... They didn't talk about that. Liz and Franco's wedding. Oh, reception right. Reception that they wrote that he sang with his brothers. At yes. The, so, okay, they only missed two things. Right. So No, the most of talk. it, they hit all the big important yep. parts. Those were just extra awesome. And next week we will go right down the line to talk about Jake. Oh, Jake's going to be interesting because he doesn't know who he is, doesn't know what happened to him, doesn't know where he's been. No. And we haven't seen him in quite some time. Yeah. So wonder what's going on with Jake right now. He was staying at a friend's house most recently. Yeah, but... Did he ever come back? I don't know. I haven't seen him. (laughs) Does he know about Frankenstein? I don't know. Frankendrew. Frankendrew, sorry. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, I guess we'll find out next week. I know. And maybe he'll be on next week. Who knows? Right, exactly. All right, so we'll meet you back on Monday for our weekly recap. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.